So I want to go back to the Cardinals, and I want to go back to now I want to get to the pitching side of things. I think the Cardinals have plenty of pitching talent. I don't think there's a shortage of ability on their staff. But, and I think this is something that we got to keep an eye on, you know, the old, you know, the old cliche, right? Coaches and players and ever have been saying this forever. The best ability is availability. And I do think we have some reasonable concerns when it comes to availability for some of the guys. And I don't mean on opening day. Look, you know, as of today, and I know there's still another, what, let's see, today's the 29th, uh, carry the four times two. You know, all I know is a week from Thursday is opening day. So we're, we're you know, nine days away. Most of your rotation is healthy. Wayno's healthy. Michaels is healthy. Steven Matz is healthy. Dakota Hudson's healthy. We know how fast that can change from our experience last year, which is kind of, I think that's the thing. It's, it's not a fear about what happened last year happening again, at least not for me. It's more about last year's happenings leading to this year having to ask a lot more of guys than they might be able to give you. So we don't know what to expect out of Jack Flaherty for obvious reasons. The shoulder thing is there now. Um, you know, he's not going to be ready for opening day. It certainly appears like April is a long shot. But we'll get, I guess we're getting close, right? We got it. Well, no, you know, we're not going to get more information on that, I think, until right before opening day. So we're still another week away from having another assessment of where Flaherty stands. But I think, you know, looking at it with Wainwright, Michaelis, Hudson, and Matts, nothing wrong with those guys. Those are four really good pitchers. But what is fair to ask of them? I think we can ask a lot of Adam Wainwright because he's shown us that he's got a lot to give. He was one of a few pitchers in baseball to pitch 200 innings last year. He had twice as many innings pitched as the next closest Cardinal last year. Again, barring a new injury that doesn't currently exist, I don't think there have to be any restrictions on Wayno. I don't care if he's 40 or not. He has been operating pretty free and easy here for a couple of years, and you, I think you just let him go. You don't have to manage his workload or anything. Barring, again, barring a new injury that pops up. What's fair to ask of Miles Michaelis? And I don't mean, I don't, I don't even know if fair is, the, fair is probably not the right way to put it, right? I mean, guys are making a lot of money. It's fair to say, do your job every good day and all that. But what's reasonable to expect? Because Miles didn't pitch in 2020, and he only pitched 44 innings last year. Is it reasonable to say, hey, Miles, we need 185 innings from you this year? I don't know. And I think that's the problem. That, that, to me, is as scary sometimes as even having bad news is not knowing. I think we have a reasonable bit of expectation for Steven Matz. Again, barring injuries, he's 30. You know, he threw 150 innings last year. He's typically 150, 160 innings a year. He's been pretty healthy for the last four seasons. You know, he, he missed a bunch of time in 2017, but 2018, 2019 was healthy. Last year, healthy. 2020 was 2020. Eh. <laughs> it was just weird. He did not pitch well in 2020, by the way. Steven Matz really struggled then. But, you know, he was fine in 18, 19, and 21 and healthy. 
but he's never pitched more than 160 innings. I do think it's fair, though, if he's going well to say, ah, you know what? We can take 175 innings from him. There's nothing wrong with increasing that if he's pitching well enough to do it. But then we get to Dakota Hudson. What's a reasonable expectation for Dakota Hudson? Yeah, like I said, you know, same thing with Michaelis, right? Barely pitched in 2020. Only made eight starts in 2020. Hudson did. Only pitched eight innings last year. Can you say, and by the way, Hudson's major league high in innings was 174. He's only had one full season as a starter in the big leagues. So what's a reasonable amount of work to ask? Is is it 180? Is that a lot? Coming off a full year missed? I don't know. So I think that's the part about the pitching that is the easiest to have a concern about. You know, Jake Woodford has never made a full season's worth of starts, and I don't think we're going to ask that. I think once we get past those top four, we're not talking about anybody else making 30 starts. You know, because that that spot will hopefully belong to Jack Flaherty at some point, and even if it doesn't, um, you know, it probably wouldn't be Woodford all season long because you'll get opportunities for guys like Drew Verhagen, for Aaron Brooks, uh, maybe for Matthew Libertor later on in the year, depending on what he shows you down in the minor leagues. You have options like, you know, Johan Oviedo. So they, they have a lot of different, you know, possibilities. And they have a lot of talent. But talent is not the same as proven production. And that's where I think that, that there is some concern. Now, they've got a lot of arms for the bullpen. If they chose to go, if they choose to go big in the bullpen at the beginning of the year, you got a lot of different looks. You know, you've got veterans in camp. Uh, they just brought in, by the way, we didn't talk about this really, but they brought in Blake Parker on a minor league deal. Uh, you know, he's a veteran guy that's been around a little bit. He's almost 37 years old now. You know, he, he's somebody that I wonder if you're maybe just going to stash in at Memphis just in case you have injuries. Um, but either way, you know, he's in the mix. Did you guys see Dakota, uh, Jordan Hicks yesterday? <laughs> Jordan Hicks was, uh, let's just put it this way. If you follow Twitter at all, if you're a baseball fan, you should be following the pitching ninja, Rob Friedman. He, first of all, he's funny as hell, but it's really educational because he he shows you with video clips and sometimes using overlays and things just how great some of these pitchers are and the things that they're doing being kind of freakish. Well, what what Jordan Hicks did yesterday was a bit freakish. I mean, first of all, that fastball was 99 with with ridiculous movement. Like when you're throwing 99 miles an hour, you're not supposed to have a lot of movement, but Jordan Hicks gets it. And I don't know. Again, we can't count on him being healthy because just because of the, the history that's been there. But it's it, he's healthy right now. And you're talking about a guy who's 99 with movement and who, by the way, threw pretty filthy breaking pitch yesterday too. And with his arm speed, if he executes the pitch properly, he should get a whole lot of really sharp break at the end which is what we saw yesterday. You know, Ryan Helsley obviously has the big arm, just like uh, like Hicks does. Not quite the same, but pretty close. The guy that I'm really interested in, a guy that has me curious, is, is Drew Verhagen. And I know I talked a bit about him last week, and I know that, you know, as a, as a starter, who knows, but he's got stuff, you know, I mean, that's something we saw with Miles Michaelis when he first came back from Japan, is that he had stuff. I mean, he was his fastball was, you know, 94, 95. 
I think Verhagen, he has that same velocity. He's been 94, 95, 96 in the spring. But I think he's got a better breaking ball than Mikeless has. Now, the question will be, does he does he throw strikes as well as Miles has since he came back? We'll see. But Verhagen strikes me as a really interesting guy as you know, a multi-inning reliever who may piggyback early in the year when starters aren't going to be ready to go as deep into games as they typically do. You know, you're looking at, you know, what will probably be at least a nine-man bullpen and maybe a 10-man bullpen at the beginning of the year. I've heard a lot of interviews with managers here lately talking about the two extra spots that they have in the month of April. And they all seem to be leaning toward extra pitching for obvious reasons. With the universal DH, you're not pinch hitting two, three times a game by, by you know, just by habit. So you don't need to have as many guys on the bench on a given day. And with the concerns about pitcher workloads and the short buildup, you want to have as many arms as possible. So, guys, we will very we could very likely be looking at a 10-man bullpen and a 15-man pitching staff for the Cardinals in the beginning of the year, which gives guys like Aaron Brooks, who, by the way, was added to the Major League roster. They brought him back from Korea. But to have Aaron Brooks, Andrew Verhagen, and maybe this, maybe Blake Parker finds a way on there. I mean, the 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 forty man is full, so you know if there's somebody on the forty man that earns that opportunity aside from someone like Blake Parker, we'll see. Because you'd have to create spot a spot for him, and there are ways to do that. By the way, we'll see. But there's a lot. There are a lot of looks you can have going into um, you know the month of April, and you've got a lot of coverage and a lot of protection there. So, to kind of wrap up this part of the conversation, all those questions that I was asking about Michaelis and Mats and Hudson and Woodford and you know, what like what's what's reasonable to expect from them workload wise could be partially alleviated. By having the 10-man bullpen, having guys like Brooks and Verhagen that have worked as starting pitchers in the spring, who've worked on a starting pitching load, and having those guys maybe piggyback and having the ability, like again, your bullpen will very likely include Whitley, Hicks, Verhagen, McFarland, Whitgren, Helsley, Cabrera, Gallegos. It's a lot of dudes. And you throw in those other guys, like possibly Brooks and Parker and and all those guys, and you have options to where you can really go to that pen in the first month while the starters are still building up and being able to get deeper into the games. So we can kind of solve two of those problems, or at least partially solve them with the bigger pitching staff in the month of April. 